Hello, Church of the Cross, and welcome back to the Ninth Avenue Nine. This is your host, Joel Bascom, pastor of Connecting and Equipping. It's November, and I am celebrating one year of being on staff at Church of the Cross. I am so pleased to be able to do what I do, and this podcast has been so much fun for me to do. I was brainstorming recently with my daughter, Corey, about different ideas and angles for this show. If you have a topic you would like to talk about on the show, please email me at joel at ofthecross.org. So far, we have branched away from albums to songs. In the last show, we talked about baseball with David and Caroline Asp. Please know that if you are a member of one of our daughter churches, if you have a connection to Church of the Cross, I would love to talk with you as well. I currently have no other guests on my schedule, so let me know. So, with that intro, let's get to the next episode of the show. It was great to sit down with Cyrus Ruck and talk about the music he would take with him to the basement. This music is mostly new to me, and it was great to listen to his Spotify playlist, which I linked with the episode. So, pull up a chair and take a listen to the 20th episode of the 9th Avenue 9, featuring Mr. Cyrus Ruck. Welcome back to the basement, everyone. My guest today is a longtime member of Church of the Cross. My guess is that he has no memory of not being a member of Church of the Cross, though since the church has just turned 17, technically you are older than the church. Mm-hmm. Yes. Over the years, I've seen him Shakespeare plays, I've played some party games with him Christmas Eve, and watched him grow up. You will often see him running the soundboard during the service. Also, my kids lately have at times been commenting that my hair is beginning to look like Cyrus's <laughs> hair. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the Ninth Avenue Night, Mr. Cyrus Truck. Hi, Cyrus. Hello, Joel. It's good to have you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yes, I need I need more younger folks. Yes, So glad I can do that. Yes. Um, so... A lot of our listeners who listen to the show know who you are and whatnot, yeah. but why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey with Church of the Cross, who your folks are, and just all that, just so that if there's people who are listening who might not know, that they would be informed. Yeah, well, as you said, I've been here for as long as I can remember at Church of the Cross, uh, since my dad founded it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've seen this in many ways as a second home, you know, having to stay after services or things, and being a part of lots of different church stuff, you know, summer stuff, a church, all that, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm guessing, knowing uh, your dad, uh, Christian, uh, and the, the, the conversations, I've now had him on the show in one form or another three times. Yes. <laughs> so my guess is that, you know, his love of music might have been a little formative for you. Yes. What, do you what do you say yeah, to that? I would say definitely... Um, the earliest music I listened to came directly from him, and mm-hmm. a lot of my... Hopefully not him singing, but just no, playing. No, 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 trust me, that's <laughs> not great music. Um, but I definitely think my love of music came from him mainly, mm-hmm. um, and lots of my tastes are similar to his, yeah. uh, just, you know, they've gone different directions as sure. I started to listen to more music and, you know, expand my library. Cool. All right, so... Sounds like you've listened to the show, so you kind of yeah. know the basic rules. Nine albums in the basement for a year. I mean, my guess is that you've probably spent almost a year in the basement anyway in your <laughs> life. But having said that, nine albums, and then we'll talk about the book you want to yeah. leave and the lecture items. Yeah. So with that in mind, 
What's your first album? Okay, so in no particular order, uh, my first album is called Ti Amo by the band Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this one, honestly. I yeah. just, it's a very consistent album. Uh, the band, I think they're like a French band. and okay. So it's spelled T-I-A-M-O. Yep, Ti Amo. Is that like uh, one word or is it? Uh, two words. Love you, yeah. I guess. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, they're a French band. If you know me, I often like to mock the French for <laughs> different reasons, but this is an exception. Um, I greatly appreciate this band. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how I found them. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably something like, you know, Spotify suggestions. Sure. Found it. Really liked it. Those songs. are helpful. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> They've helped me more than I thought. Um and then, yeah, started to listen to them, started to, uh, yeah, listen to various albums, and I think this one's my favorite. Okay. What was the name? It was Phoenix, you said? Yes. Phoenix okay. is the band. Very cool. Well, I'll look forward. Any particular couple of uh, songs on the album that you really, really like that you um, want to have on yeah. your Spotify really playlist? Because like Cyrus will have a playlist, like yes. all my guests. <laughs> I really like J-Boy a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see... Uh, goodbye, goodbye, Soleil. I think that's how you say it. It's the sun. Uh, I think Soleil. Soleil. Is it S O L? S O L E I L. Okay. French words, man. They are <laughs> confusing. Well, not to mention the fact that they say goodbye, which is yes. English. So <laughs> I know. Two different languages in the same. Okay. So what? I don't, I have not heard of this this musical group. What's um, the kind of overall stuff? If you I'd had to say describe it, more like uh, punk rock bands. Oh, thing, yeah. fun. Okay. Uh, most of my bands, I realized, are in the like indie rock sure. genre. So. Now, are there lyrics in French? Some of them. Most of them are in English. There's yeah. a couple of ones where they're, like, they have verses in French, which are kind of fun. All but, right. Well, I look forward to hearing it. It's yeah. been one of the things I've loved about doing this show is just being able to hear some new music here and there. Yeah. All right. Well, what's number two? Uh, number two um, is by the band Death Cab for Cutie. Sure, I've heard that. Yeah, um, as the album Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Uh huh. How's that spelled? Uh, K I N T S U G I. Okay. Cool. So what, what can you tell me about them? I can't. I've heard, I've definitely heard their music, yeah. but yeah. So I believe. Um, the main singer, I forgot his name, he was originally in a band called, like, The Postal Service. Okay. My dad listened to them a bit, so mm-hmm. I had heard them, and then I, th- I believe I was actually, like, playing one of their songs while I was doing dishes, and mm-hmm. my dad said, oh, this sounds a lot like a band I know, <laughs> and then we realized, oh, it's the same guy. Mm. Um, so Same vocalist. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, he's also rock, um really just he has a lot of variety in his songs I think and I think he's good at making um both like you know really mellow songs but also more like upbeat songs and I like both of them there's usually for a lot of artists I listen to I find I like one style of their song more than the other and okay I think he does it well where he does both do you know anything about the name of their group where they got that name I remember hearing it's from some movie or something. Okay. Where there's like a clown who like, it, it's some weird artsy film I think. Okay. Where like he ends by like going in a cab, 
okay. and like driving away and there's some sort of suggestion that like that's his death or something. I do tend to kind of look things up while yeah. I'm interviewing people, uh-huh. so maybe I can find it here on the uh, the group's name from the song uh, written by the group's name comes from the song "Death Cab for Cutie" written by Neil Innes and Vivian Stuck. Now Neil Innes was a, an actor in a lot of the Monty Python movies. Oh, he's the plays yeah, the sense. the little guy who doesn't want to be king. Yeah, yeah. I think that's him. So anyway, uh, performed by the group. It originally was featured on the British television show "Do Not Adjust Your Set," as well as the Beatles film "Magical Mysteries." Oh wow! So there you go. Yeah. Just a quick. In this era of information, we can look things up quickly. <laughs> I do also know the album name um, refers to... Kintsugi? Kintsugi, yeah. But like, it's some sort of Japanese art mm-hmm. where like when you have a broken pot... Oh, or, and they did that in the, the yeah, Easter, the Easter vigil. vigil. Yeah, and they fix it with like gold mm-hmm. uh, and it's supposed to you know, bring out the beauty of the flaws. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a fun name for an album. Definitely. Uh-huh. All right, we're off to a great start. What's number three? Yeah, number three um, is called is from a band called Glass Animals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Dreamland. Um, I think I would say this this is one of my most recent albums. That is I've it been a, is it a to. pretty new one? Uh, I believe so. I think it's twenty twenty or so. Yeah. Um, okay. So alternative band. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd say I, I just started listening to them, like, I'd say last winter or so, maybe mm-hmm. even more recent than that. But um, quickly uh, grew to really like them. Um, trying to think what else I can really tell about them. But um, I'd say they're more kind of electric mm-hmm. in a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's... They're really nice to just vibe to, like, okay. in the car and things at night. What about, like, songs? Out? You didn't mention any songs for the Death Cab for Cutie, but oh, yeah. maybe uh, a couple of songs for that, and then for this one. Yeah, so from the Death Cab for Cutie one, uh, let me check which ones I wrote down for that. Besides referencing his device to see. <laughs> yes. Um, I really like, uh, where is it? Um, good Help. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really like uh, The Ghosts of Beverly Drive. Mm-hmm. Both of those I enjoy in that Ghosts one. Ghosts of Beverly Drive. Yeah. And then for As for Dreamland, I think um, Tangerine and Heat Waves. Okay. Love, love. Heat Waves is a more popular one. I mm-hmm. hear it on the radio a lot and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, both of those, I think, are very nice. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear them. I'll put the playlist together, and I have definitely over the last, mm-hmm. since I've been doing this show for the last 10 months, yeah. I, I do spend time like <laughs> when I'm jogging or whatever else listening to each person's playlist. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. All right, so we're three albums in. We'll yeah. take a quick break, and we will be right back. We're back, and I'm here with Mr. Cyrus Ruck. We're in my office enjoying a lovely fall day. This will be coming out probably still in the month of October, so we hope you're enjoying your fall. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit. Uh, we talked a little bit about it already, but 
talk with me a little bit about, you know, when your dad interviewed me, he talked, asked me about, you know, growing up, you know, how, how my love of music was formed. You know, I, I had, we had a really good time. We went to a show together a couple years yeah. ago, you and uh, your dad and my yeah. son Jack went to the Avert Brothers and Trampled by Turtles. Yeah, that was fun. Um, what, uh, what are your, what are some of your early memories of either pop music or any kind of music, you know, in your home or in the church or anything like that? I'd say so. Most of the music I listened to would be driving to school. Okay. Um, it would either be, you know, just my dad's old favorites mm-hmm. or some recent album he had been addicted to and, you know, would be listening to nonstop. So <laughs> for a week straight would probably listen to the mm-hmm. same album. Okay, so what's the first one that comes to mind that you were like, okay, that's it? Anything like that? Yes, but I'm saving it because okay. it's one of my chosen oh, albums. Oh, so, so yes. you didn't get too sick of it. You no, I, many, for the most part, I actually like most of my dad's music, <laughs> surprisingly. Yes. Um, there's others which I'm not as crazy about, but mm-hmm. I definitely think whenever he was listening to like newer albums, uh, it influenced my music. Sure. Taste. Yeah. Cool. All right, so what's your number four pick, Cyrus? Yes, so this is a little bit different than uh, most of my other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for a while, and sure. a lot of people have been choosing like instrumental things, either you know like Beethoven, classical artists like that, or soundtracks uh, from movies, Lord of the Rings. Um, I came very close to choosing that one. Yeah. But I decided to uh, yeah. spice it up. Oh. Um, oh. Get ready, everybody. Yeah, this, I think, will be the podcast's first video game soundtrack. Video game soundtrack? Yes. Okay. Um, it's from Super Mario Galaxy. Uh-huh. And this is the kind of music I listen to when it's the middle of the day, I have to, you know, grind out an essay, uh-huh. um, I need to focus, and I put it on because, you know, no lyrics. Mm-hmm. And can just focus, get it all down. And some of the songs are actually like really good, I'd say. Like, okay. I've found orchestral versions of some, and mm-hmm. they're beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so I think if I'm trapped in the basement, I want a little bit more variety. Sure. So, so is there a, is there an artist to it, or is it various? Is, it, is there one person who wrote the music? Different or? artists. I'm not sure. It's it's like. I know on Apple Music, like, I can't find, like, a complete album, mm-hmm. but, like, if you go to YouTube, you know, you can find the whole sure. soundtrack and stuff. Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, there should be ones that's that high. Does um, it incorporate the the classic original Super Mario Brothers theme song that I grew up playing? Because I, w- I was about 12 years yeah. old when Super Mario Brothers came out. I believe out. there are probably <laughs> some levels which have, like, at least a version yes. of that one. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Uh-huh. Um... See one song, "Gusty Garden," I mm-hmm. think it's called, mm-hmm. is like, yeah, that's one of my go-to work mm-hmm. songs. I'd Got say. it. So is it fast-paced or slow-paced? It's more slow-paced, but it's very like soaring. I don't know, and like uh, the the instruments and stuff. I can see you down there. The, the ceiling's kind of low. I can see you punching through, like, going, like, with the Super Mario Brothers theme, punching yeah. through the ceiling, like Mario hitting one of those coin boxes or whatever. Yes. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. I love that. I feel like we had, I think, Justin Van Ningen had an album that was not 
video game, but it was like um, it was anime. Yeah, it was a, yeah, yeah, it was um, an anime. Yeah, so that's probably the closest that. Yeah. that I've gotten to that. Yeah, that's cool. There haven't been a lot of soundtracks. There's been a couple yeah. that have popped up, but yeah, in some ways I would have expected I would have been hearing more of them, but people yeah. have gotten more with so. All right, well that's cool. What's number five? Uh, so. F- Number five is from a band, Cage the Elephant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album's called Melophobia. Melophobia. Uh, yeah, which I believe is like the fear of sound or the fear of music. Okay. So, you know, kind of ironic. Um, sure. Making music. Yeah. Uh, so they're more of a rock band. i also say uh, they're more of a recent pick for me. Okay. Um, but they... A lot of their songs are almost, like, very angry, mm-hmm. which, for a lot of people, you know, when they're sad, they listen to, like, sad music. Mm-hmm. It helps. Uh, for me, I'm kind of more the angry side. Like, I'd rather mm-hmm. be angry about my problems than sad about my problems, Okay, that makes sense. So I like them for that. Um, I'm trying to think which songs are my favorite. I really like this album. I think Telescope... Uh-huh. It's one of my favorites, along with um, Halo. Yeah. Both of those okay. are two very good songs. Looking them up, they're from Kentucky yeah. originally. Uh-huh. So they're an American band. And you said, that, what was the what was the, the melophobia? There melophobia, yeah. Cool. Another band I haven't heard of. This is yeah. great. I can't wait to listen to some of this music. Yeah. It'd be awesome. What else can you tell us about him? Anything? Anything else that you have in your notes or? Um, not specifically. Okay. Trying to think why I like them so much. Um, How'd you hear about them first? I think I heard it from a friend, Mm -hmm. or at least he really liked one song of theirs. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was Come a Little Closer. He really Mm -hmm. liked that song. Mm -hmm. And I liked it as well, and so then I started to listen to the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And realize that's my favorite album. Sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. How about number six? Okay, so number six is the one I hinted at. Okay. Of um, one which my dad listened to while driving to school a lot. Yeah. Uh, this is by Mumford & Sons. Okay. Uh, their first album, Sigh No More. Sure. Um, so, yeah. First Mumford & Sons uh, appearance. Yeah, I was, I was honestly surprised about that, that we... Haven't had anyone else. Yeah, that was really when that one came out. That was huge. Yeah, that came, I know. it was a big deal. And that it was just totally kind of unlike anything else. Exactly. It, well, it is because it's you know, country roots. But yeah, it's but, yeah. It, it's different just because of this, their sound and the way they do things. Yeah, and I really like yeah their country roots, but like I don't like you know bland classic country. Mm-hmm. And, um. But that with, like, you know, all their instrumentals and stuff. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love the singer so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think definitely listening to that on the way to school, you know, hearing all those songs influenced what I like totally. to hear in music. Um, some favorites on that. So this was actually a very hard choice between this album and their next album. And so I was thinking about that. Apple, I think, is the second Yeah, album. yeah, yeah. Um, and I eventually decided on this one mainly because of my favorite songs on this one. Yeah. Which are, let me see, uh, The Cave, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably just their best song in general. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. 
And then I really like Little Lion Man. Sure. That one is, it's explicit, so Mm -hmm. I didn't hear that Mm -hmm. driving to school as, you know, a Mm -hmm. fourth grader. I'll check on the Spotify playlist and see if there's more than one version of it. Yeah. (laughs) Because it does have quite a few F words in it. Yes. But afterwards, you know, when I was older and was listening to Mumford on my own, Mm -hmm. I found that song and was like, Oh, I see why I didn't hear this, but I also see <laughs> that this is one of their best songs. It's a great song. Well. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Now, have you, by chance, had seen them live ever? Or? No, I yeah. really would like to. Um, one of my other friends, uh, he's a really big Mumford & Sons mm-hmm. fan. Have so. you liked their newer music? I like... Okay, the first time I listened to their most recent album, whatever, 42, is that what it's called? Yeah. Or Delta. Delta, yeah. 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 Um, I didn't like it. Yeah. And I thought, I, yeah, I just thought it was kind of boring. But mm-hmm. then I listened to it some more, and I realized there were ones I really liked mm-hmm. on that album. Yeah. yeah, I have a copy of it. I've listened to it once or twice, and yeah, it hasn't drawn me in now, really. No. But, I mean, same with their last one. I think it was Wilder Mind, I think is yeah. the name of it. Both of them just didn't draw me in the way that... No, but no. I can see what they're trying to do. They, Their first two albums, they're kind of pretty similar yeah. so it's like okay how many times are we just going to do yeah, this, this? <laughs> and so they're trying to do something else which I appreciate but yeah. it isn't quite ringing with me as much yeah yeah I get that mm-hmm. well that's really cool that's a good pick I, I it's been a long time since I've listened to it I have a copy of it a record copy of it I nice. need to dust that off and listen yeah. to it again because it is it is really uh, I, I remember listening to that one a lot jogging yes. you know when it came when it was out so that's probably been what 10 years probably been 08 or 09 or something. yeah 09 or so yeah 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 so I can see your dad putting that on the radio yes. coming in uh-huh. alright so that's 6 as it looks like it yeah yes okay so we're at 6 we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back Sweet. We are back with Mr. Cyrus Ruck, holding it down here in the in in the office adjacent the sanctuary. And I I wanted to ask you, Cyrus, um, especially I've, I've I've had a few people uh, my kids' age on the show. Most of them my kids, so I already knew kind of where they were. But like, what do you think about albums versus songs? I mean, so, especially with the advent of MP3s. I mean, do you still... It seems like from talking to you and having a list that you really do kind of think of things in terms of albums, but do you find that to be the case overall, or...? Um, that's a hard question. I'd say there are certain artists where I'm pretty committed, and, you know, I listen to everything, like, all listen to the album completely through mm-hmm. and find the songs I like, and for the most part, if I enjoy them as an artist, I usually enjoy an album enough to, you know, like, download the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were definitely ones which did not make the cut. Sure. With, because I loved, like, three or four songs of theirs mm-hmm. and nothing else. And I couldn't, <laughs> sure. like, bring myself to bring them into the basement yeah. with me yes. because, it was, yeah, just, just not, not enough. Not enough there. Yeah. So it was sad. There are many bands which I'm like, oh, it hurts not to have them, but... So do you have CDs, or you just all, like, MP3s? Just, yeah, all Apple Music, Spotify stuff, yeah. Um, yep, it is very uh, convenient. Yes. I mean, my, my album collection is is taking up more and more space. Yes. And as, you know, 
that has its pluses and minuses. Yes, I agree. All right, what's uh, number seven? So number seven is probably my favorite band. Um, it's a band called Vampire Weekend. Sure. Uh, the album is their most recent one, Father of the Bride. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of them, and I know I know some of their songs. Yes. Um, so this was also another hard one deciding the album because I think all of their albums have you know different merits to them, mm-hmm. uh, different things I really like about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have favorite songs on all of them. Mm-hmm. But I chose this one because it's the longest. It ha- ah. It's like, I think it has a good, like, eight more songs than all the other ones. And so this There's one, wisdom in that. Yeah. That's why I picked the White Album. The yeah, Beatles exactly. Like, I gotta get more songs. It's not because it's necessarily my favorite album. Yeah. And so they hadn't come out with an album for a while. I... God, when I started listening to them, but they were definitely one of my earlier bands I started listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they hadn't come out with like a new album in a while, and then I think it was like summer or winter, early spring 2019 mm-hmm. or so. Uh, they released this with all these songs. Um, I remember. We actually, my high school had a school trip to Washington, Mm D.C. right as this album came out. It was like the day it came out, we were leaving on a plane. Cool. And so this was the album I was listening to as we like rode around in the metro to various places. Um, And because it's so long, I could just, you know, go through different ones each day Mm -hmm. and still feel like there's more. Um, So yeah, I, yeah, I think that's why I have to add this one down there. Um, Some good songs on that. Uh, Harmony Hall, Uh I think, is their best song, just Mm -hmm. in general, and probably one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like This Life a lot. Okay. um, I like almost every single song on that album, which is great. Do you feel like you, you said something there that is a great conversation thing for me where... Do you feel like you have a lot of music that you love that's tied to a particular memory like that? Like, I have albums that's like, I'll never forget, like, the yeah. first time I really, like, kind of listened to it, got to know it. I'd say not as much, but yeah. there are certain ones like this, mm-hmm. which, because they are tied, I've grown to like them yeah. even more than I normally would. So is that, like, the only thing you listen to on that trip? Basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any particular memories of a song at a sp- certain spot in D.C.? As I approach the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> <laughs> not, not specifically. Cool. Um, just the metro. Yeah, just mainly the metro, riding to different places. That's a great. Yeah. I love it. What's number eight? Yes. Um, number eight is by uh, singer um, Hoosier. Sure. Um, I think believe it's just self-titled as Hozier, mm-hmm. the album. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. I, I think, so he has one very popular song, Take Me to Church, which mm-hmm. I also think is appropriate as I'm stuck in the church basement. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but I remember hearing it and I decided to check him out because I really loved his voice uh-huh. and all of his songs, I think he uses his voice very well. Okay. It's almost haunting like yeah. in some of his songs. Yeah. Um, let's see, some highlights from that. I really like another song called From Eden, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a story. Um, 
it's almost told from the serpent's view in the Garden of Eden, like uh, talking to Eve, almost falling in love, not with her, but with like human nature. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird take. I'm not sure I agree with it, but it's it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's once again, it's just haunting. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I love that song. Yeah. I love how I, I'm not sure Hozier would call himself a Christian, mm-hmm. but all of his songs are worshipful in a way, mm-hmm. and I think he, as an artist, is you know trying to find out like what he wants to worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting hearing that in yeah. the song. It's funny too. Um, this morning, this we're recording this on the 10th of October, mm-hmm. and this morning Adam Murray did a, a class about art in the basement. Yeah. And he mentioned Hozier, so wow. it's just kind of funny. I haven't yeah. thought much about Hozier, but uh, this is the second time I've heard about them yeah. today, so I need, <laughs> I'm going to get going. So you said From Eden, yeah. and then the other one was Take uh, Me to Take Church. Take Me to Church, um, although I think I like uh, Jackie and Wilson more than that one. Jackie and Wilson? Yeah. Take yes. Me to Church, I think it's their most popular one. but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I'd be interested. I mean, I've heard of this of, of him, this yeah. position, so I'd be interested to know if I'm... If I've heard one of the things that I've noticed, and you'll you'll appreciate this since you work at uh, Target, is how much, how many songs I've heard on satellite radio yeah. over the years working at Trader Joe's, and how many of them I don't know who the artist is. Yes. And it's some really popular artist, and then I'll say, oh, this is that. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, um, I've heard this many times. Yes, I I just had that moment a couple of days ago. With yeah, some song I'd heard nonstop at Target. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where do you spend most of your time at Target? Stocking or? Uh, I do um, online orders, so I'm kind of all over the store. So you're going and getting the things to bring them out to those of us out in the yep. parking lot. Yeah. Yes, we have. I just want to say we have really appreciated that work. I'm serious. My <laughs> wife and I have gone so many times to Target and been able to, and, and everybody's always really friendly in terms of bringing the stuff out. So thank you for that. Yes, work. it's been it's been really really appreciated. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's eight, right? Yeah. Okay. So down to what is the ninth album. and final album? Yep. Uh, this is called Port of Morrow by the band The Shins. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. This one was also one which I heard growing up. Okay. Uh, mainly, there's one song uh, called Simple Song, which my dad really liked and I really liked. Mm-hmm. And so when I started to you know, listen to my own music... I listened to that, and I started to listen to his other stuff, um, this band, and I think that's still one of my favorites mm-hmm. on that album. Okay, yeah, I have def- the Shins are definitely a group that has kind of been off my radar a bit. I've heard of them, and I've definitely heard songs of theirs, but I've yeah. never really, you know, d- dove in, in or dove, di- dived, or whatever, <laughs> whatever you say. Into that, album, yeah. Yeah, um, tell me about what you liked about them. Um... Hmm. I think some of it is nostalgia mm-hmm. from growing up, um, but I do like uh, just a. I think it's just a very consistent album, mm-hmm. and yeah, all of the songs I like on that, which I can't say about some of my other mm-hmm. albums, even mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. there's one or two which I like, eh. mm-hmm. but yeah, this one I really like. Um, mm-hmm. See some other, another one on that. Uh, um, Pariah King. Okay. Um, that's a really good song. Um, and then, yeah, Simple Song, I think, mm-hmm. are two of my favorites from that one. 
Yeah, do you know what year that album came out by chance? Port of it, Morrow? Yeah, it must right? have been a while ago. Um, I feel like they're post-2000. Yeah. I feel like they came out like mid-2000s. Mid, mid yeah, uh, let's see. It looks like uh, 2012. For okay, that one. yeah. All yes. right. Well, you know what, Cyrus? I'm looking at your nine picks here, and you, other than the the ubiquitous various artists, which might be <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy, you yes. don't have any artists that anybody else has mentioned yet. So, yes. yeah, I well done. I was thinking of doing an Avid Brothers one. Oh, okay. So which one would it be? Uh, it would have been uh, Emotionalism. Ah, yes. But I thought yes. I, was like, I gotta spice it up. Sure, sure. Some People have already mentioned Emotionalism exactly. and the yeah. Avid Brothers. Absolutely. Uh huh. But yeah, that is a great album. As those of you who have listened to the podcast know of, of my tastes, you would know that I like that one. Um, well, great. This is a great... I will look forward to putting this playlist together and starting to listen to the, yeah. to the songs. Okay, so we've gotten through our nine albums. Um, and so, so far, I'm looking at our, our list of books. I'm going to take a couple minutes here. It's yeah. been a couple of episodes since I've done this. So far, we've got... Yeah, in the library down there, we've got Heaven Tree Trilogy, Jane Eyre, Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia, Harry Potter, The Letters of Flannery O'Connor, The Screwtape Letters, Valley of Vision, uh, Complete Book of Swords, Cimmerillion, City of Joy, um, The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane, Wrinkle in Time, Lyndon Johnson's The Years of Lyndon Johnson, Democracy in America by de Tocqueville, uh, Auden poems, W.H. Auden poems, The Works of Shakespeare, Les Miserables. Mm-hmm. So you've got some books yeah, yeah, to keep your company. What would you want to add to that collection? Yes. Um, I would want to add, I, I did want to add um, Lord of the Rings for a while. Sure. I figured someone else would choose it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I decided I would do The Complete Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. I sure. have a copy, so I know that they come all together. Uh-huh. Um, if you don't know much about it, it's, I've never read them. I've heard about yeah, it. It's a life. wild, fantastical, humorous book about a man who's basically taken up into space because the Earth's being blown up, mm-hmm. um, and he hitchhikes around, gets into problems, <laughs> um, goes all over. It's very satirical, um, very witty, and just hilarious in general. Yeah, I've not read it. I've heard I remember one time a guy at work saying that the number 42 yes. plays heavily into yes, it and it like does. I had no idea 42 is also looms large in my mind because it's a baseball um, reference, but so I was like 42 is like important apparently in lots of different ways. Yes. Yeah, it is uh, the answer to the life of the universe and everything. Yes, the answer to the universe is 42. Yes. Uh-huh. And if only it were that simple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this book, I read... So this read, is a collection of books? Yes. And I read basically the whole thing. Uh, the summer, our family was on sabbatical. Um, we went to Kenya. And- yeah, Kenya, England. Um, so I had a lot of time, you know, on flights, on drives to read. Mm-hmm. And this is my book. Mm-hmm. And burned right through it, but I would happily read it again. Cool. Mm-hmm. We're getting to have quite a nice library down there. Yes. Okay, so what it would your luxury item be what you would take to the basement for a year? Yeah, this one took me longer than I thought uh, to actually <laughs> decide. Did you agonize? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to decide, like, do I want to be productive? Do I want something yeah, sure. entertaining? 
Um, do I just want to be comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. get a big bed mm-hmm. or something? Um, I really liked Jack's uh, Death Star idea. <laughs> that just, was a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just have all that time to build something. Yeah. I eventually... I think I want to be productive in some sort, so I would like a bunch of wood carving tools and a big thing like a wood. And I want to learn how to, you know, get good at, like, carving things as I'm stuck in the basement. Mm -hmm. I think I could probably spot you either a book or some YouTube videos as well, if that's what you really want. Uh, I've done, you know, a bit of carving, you know, for fun. Yeah. It's hard, but I think if I have a whole year to focus on it, mm-hmm. I could get that done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds like a great a great way to go. And think about just what kind of you know artistry that would end up after yes. a whole year <laughs> learning. You would probably come out of there, you know, being a, a, an expert woodworker. I hope so. All right. Well, um, Cyrus, thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. on to this show. Uh, if, you t- if you haven't been told it before, your family is a blessing to us all. Um, and we thank you for, you know, for, uh, for everything you bring to our lives. And thank you for, for this amazing list. And as I said earlier, we'll, we'll set up the Spotify playlist. And we'll, I will really, really look forward to getting to know some of the music and talking with you about it some other time. Yes. Glad to be here. Thanks thank a lot you. for being here. And with that, the 9th Avenue 9 has turned 20. As I mentioned, I would love to have more guests on the show. So if you or someone close to you would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at joel at ofthecross.org. Also, as I mentioned in the intro, make sure to check out Cyrus's playlist. It's linked with the show. So, until the next time we chat about music, or when I see you at church, enjoy the music, and the peace of the Lord be with you. (laughs) ¶¶